Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. Welcome back. Hey, peeps. Well, we have the honor of having the two Lindas, which I'm going to ask um, later on how how these nicknames came about. One is uh, Rose and one is Goldie, so that we don't say Linda and Linda throughout the whole thing. Um, I wanted to introduce first Linda Goldfarb, who I adore. I'm in a mastermind with her, and um, she's so inspirational to me. She's been a a coach for me for my certification and she is the mother of four adult children and she's called mama to her grandkids which i think is amazing she's an award-winning author she's an international speaker board certified advanced life coach like the the stuff goes goes on on and on on. yeah (laughs) she's amazing um but what is great is she is someone who is a spiritually, she's a powerful mobilizer, and she has embraced listening more and talking less, Mm. which I love. Love that. And um, as a board-certified Christian life coach, she guides parents and professional clients specific to their personalities, resulting in higher goals reached in a shorter time frame. Now, Linda Gilden, Linda, I don't know you as well, but you are also in the mastermind I'm in, so I get to hear you every once in a while. She is an award-winning writer, speaker, editor, writing and speaking coach, and advanced personality consultant. So with uh, both the Lindas, they have co-authored the popular popular linked quick guides to personality series Uh, yes (laughs) yes we all need that (laughs) (laughs) she has um written more than 30 books she's a director of the carolina christian writers conference she's written over this is just crazy yeah i'm like i I know i feel like such a loser right now through one book (laughs) with over a thousand magazine articles linda is a regular columnist for four monthly publications um she is a purposeful organizer, which I will say, um, so this is a good team because Linda Goldfarb is a mobilizer and Linda Gilden is a purposeful organizer, but she says she's married to the best looking mobilizer that she's ever seen. <laughs> um, her favorite activity next to eating folded potato chips, she's my girl, is floating in the pool with a good book surrounded by six of the cutest splashing grandchildren in the world, a great Aww. source of writing material they have now written their next book which is linkedin for couples and we're going to be talking about that today and ladies welcome to our podcast welcome welcome the two lindas thank you so much phyllis it's so good and Rhonda. it's good to be here and meet you yeah thank you so much yes it's, it's a pleasure to be here with both of you and with and with rose Yeah. (laughs) So I do have to start with how did the nicknames come about? Well, um, it got a little bit confusing for people. (laughs) For um, 
us when we were together because they would say Linda and they would say, oh, no, I can't do that. I'll just call you Linda G. And then it was like, oh, wait a minute. I can't do that either because you're both Linda G. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so we, yeah, we had to yeah, find a way to um, differentiate. And it, and it even goes deeper because we, we were like, well, maybe we can use our middle initial. But we both had the same middle initial. Oh my That's goodness! Crazy, <laughs> right? You guys so are like two peas in a pod over there. God created. <laughs> you know, this is a God created moment because it's what He brought us together to do. And yeah, um, my nickname of Goldie. Well, that was kind of pretty simple because it goes with my last name. Yeah. And I was called, uh, you know, Goldie in uh, college and with some other friends when I was, you know, around others who were Linda as well. But Rose has a unique reason for me calling her Rose. So I'll let her share that with you. Well, Rose is what those six cutest slashing grandchildren call me. And the reason for that is when... um, my children were growing up, we had a drama queen. Now, most everybody has a drama queen or king in their family if they have more than one child. And so one day I was going up to her room to tell her that she really needed to clean her room. I mean, it was a mess. And periodically, she just needed to be reminded. So I went up there and I knocked on the door and she said, come in. And she said, hi, mom. And I said, Hi, um, and she said, and I called her by her name, and she said, she sat up really straight on her bed, and she said, my name is Katya, my name is not Ginger. <laughs> I'm like, Katya, okay, where did this come from? And so, I mean, I was just taken aback, totally, and so I left the room, and I thought, okay, Lord, I've got to have some kind of really good comeback here. And so I went upstairs again, and I knocked on her door, and she said, come in. And I, she said, hi, Mom. And I said, and I just kind of straightened up, and I said, I am not Mom. My name is Rose, and I come from the old country, and I understand you are Katya. And in the old country, we clean our room when we go to school. <laughs> and it kind of went from there and just took off. And uh, my children went crazy over it, and they said, whenever we have kids, they're going to call you Rose. Oh, that <laughs> is oh, awesome. Sure, you know, to be thinking about that, you're just in junior high or whatever, but um, that name stuck. And I had a younger son who was about six at the time. Well, all his friends started calling me Rose. And, wow. you know, Rose became uh, very important in our family because Rose could do things that mom could not. I mean, I always sat like a couple rows behind my children in church when they were wanted to sit with a friend, but they weren't quite quite ready. Yeah. And, you know, Rose could pass them a note and say, <laughs> if you all don't quit talking, I'm going to come sit between you and put her little logo. Rose had her own logo and everything. <laughs> and the kids would turn around and smile at me. That now, is if I had great. written a note that says, y'all better stop talking or I'm coming up to get right in the middle of y'all mom. Yeah. That would not have been received that way. Rose is your alter and ego. So, um, <laughs> Rose has been in our family a long time, and I do now have grandchildren. That is what they call me, and most of them, it's probably three years before they know my name isn't really Rose, it's Linda. Oh, my and, goodness. Uh, that is so awesome. That's how I got to be Rose. <laughs> oh, that's I awesome. It. It's like your alter ego. It's like your Beyonce or something. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's your Sasha Fierce. <laughs> it's your Sasha Fierce. I love it. I think I'm going to do an alter ego name. As soon as we're done with this, I'm going to go figure that out. I know. You need a, we need a name. Well, that is a great awesome. story. I love that. And I love that they have carried that on to your grandmotherhood, which is such right? a, a beautiful thing. So um, both of you are the co-founders of the linked book and the system of that. And um, just real quickly, I'm going to name the four. There's a mobilizer, which is a getter done person, the socializer, life of the party, the stabilizer, keep it peaceful, and the organizer, everything in order. So tell us a little bit about how this first book came to be and how you came about doing this newest book with the LinkedIn for couples. Okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to jump on this and forgive me, but it's not LinkedIn. It's Link. Link. So Sorry. LinkedIn. Oh, I know. I'm like, we, we she's stuck. LinkedIn because we're so familiar with the exactly. Of it. Phyllis and is so actually doing something for LinkedIn. <laughs> that we are linked to one another and through the different links that we use with our personality. And you're right with the different types, they're linked together. But for me, and this is Goldie, for me, uh, developing the linked personality system along with Rose was really a necessity. I mean, both of us hold advanced level certifications as personality trainers and collectively, my goodness, I mean, we have taught personality awareness and trained trainers for nearly 35 years. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say, I don't speak for Rose, but we get each other and we really know why we do what we do. So we believe in and have experienced the significance of life's change by understanding personality styles. Mm-hmm. And, but we needed something a little bit different for our clients. I uh, work with busy people. Rose works with busy people. And these are individuals who are not out to become like a personality expert. And there's a lot of, a lot of assessments, a lot of people training people to just really know everything about it. But we didn't, we don't have clients who want to be experts. Rather, they're the kind of like the understanders of their relationships. And so for us in particular, it's, understanding their friends and their family mm-hmm. and with the the uh, link for couples it's really the most understanding the most intimate relationship that you have outside of your lord and savior jesus yeah. christ and that is your spouse or your your mate to be mm-hmm. and so we created a 26 question assessment and this as as you mentioned is our fourth book that just came out and so we have linked for educators linked for parents linked for couples and linked for everyone and so it's just uh i don't know how how do they explain what are we what do some of the people say rose about our linked quick guides i know we have a lot of different phrases that people have used with what we use well i think the really neat thing is that so often when we begin to tell someone about it, you just see the light bulb come on. And they're mm. like, I really need that. Yeah. And um, I was just earlier in a Zoom and in a group, small group with a dancer. And I was telling her a little bit about what we did in my group. Um, that was one of our questions. And she was like, 
oh, even dancers need that. Mm. You know, so people, uh, it's fun to see the light bulb come on, and then as you work with somebody, to actually see that they get it. I mean, I believe in this so much because it's life-changing. And how do I know that? Because it was for me. For the first Mm -hmm. time I ever learned about the personalities, it was just like, oh, now I see why I am such a perfectionist. and. I'm making everybody miserable because of that. You know, <laughs> oh. I was imposing that on everybody around me, mm-hmm. and um, it just was not good. And so that was one thing that I really learned that very first time was that we have some negative tendencies that we're there working on and mm-hmm. make our families a lot happier and allow other people to be who God created them to be. Mm. And so that's really what we want to do is help them understand themselves, help people understand themselves Mm -hmm. so that they can be who God created them to be, which gives them the freedom to let those around them also be who God created them to be. I think that's interesting because I I feel like both Phyllis and I have been on this journey over Mm -hmm. the last few years to kind of figure out like, our personalities and who we are so that we could better serve those around us. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times people get stuck in the place of like, well, it's not me, it's them, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think when you have a chance to look at yourself, like really look at who you are, look in the mirror. I use that a lot and see like, what are the things that maybe, maybe are not valuable to the people around Mm -hmm. me? I think that's really important. And I, I don't think people do that enough. And I was telling somebody yesterday that, I feel like COVID has caused a lot of people to have to really sit with themselves for the last year. There's a lot of togetherness that's showing their rearing its ugly head. So I see more and more people trying to understand like Mm. who they are um, and what their personality is. So this is awesome. Do you guys feel that uh, some of the what your natural tendencies are, do you think that it stems from childhood and the things that you've learned? Or do you think that's a natural component of who you are? Great question. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think what we would, our first go-to is we have the personality that we have by design. Okay. Mm-hmm. We were designed specifically with a dominant personality mm-hmm. to be utilized in relationships, in, in God's plan for our life, specifically. Just like we all have different blood types we all have you know even down to the pigment of our skin Mm -hmm. we are unique in so many ways and our brain communicates in such a way that our personalities can be seen in how we respond and um through different you know the different lights and stuff that they do tests that they do on the brain Mm -hmm. but the base personality is by design it is there probably before we're in our mother's womb. I'll put it that way. Wow. Okay. And to tag on to what you asked, though, mm-hmm. is it influenced by how you grew up? Our behavior or our ability to live in our weaknesses or live in our strengths is absolutely determined by um, we can we can figure it out. If, if we take the assessment and we have the means for all of your, your, your listeners to take our assessment if they'd like to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you take the assessment, then you'll be able to tell by um, 
uh, our situations, our circumstances, our um, by elimination, we'll be able to tell which personality is our dominant personality. And also taking the assessment, it kind of allows you to track what you're working in now as the, the your strength or your strongest, I guess, um, where you're showing up in your personality. And so with the four, we have a, what we call the personality smile where your dominant shows up. And then you can be easily linked to the personality on your left and the personality on your right. We do kind of a clock clockwise uh, linking in right. with our system. And... But circumstances can certainly push us to a place, depending on our personality, that we're not we're not living life in our strengths. We're actually living outside of it, which mm. can cause some issues. Yeah. So it can be influenced, but the personality base, we do not believe, changes. Right. Just how we're living within the personalities. Is that, does that yeah. Yeah. the water a lot more? Well, you know, I something. Mean, I know Rose is more succinct than I am. No, I think and what, I think that's, that's why we're together. Yeah. <laughs> Same. What makes that such a great question, though, is that it shows you why it is so important to understand this. For instance, if parents understood the personalities of each one of their children, mm-hmm. then they would be able to parent them, to speak with them, to direct mm-hmm. them according to that, rather than trying to put them in the mold mm-hmm. that they have. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I, you know, I'm an organizer. That means I like to follow the rules, mm-hmm. and I'll just tell me the rule, and I can follow it. But what if my child is a socializer and my mm-hmm. organizer rules are just almost impossible for that child? to follow then that child becomes very frustrated mm-hmm. along the way until they get to the point where they can you know be out of their own lore but i think that you know if we understand these personalities it, it keeps us from imposing our personalities on our children and expecting them to conform in some ways that it's just really difficult for them yes i yeah. love that because yeah. i i always think like each child even if they're in the same family has such a different spirit yeah and you have to be able to parent them a little bit differently yeah, you can absolutely. have your core you know moral ground rules but like ultimately they're so individual but i um goldie i love uh what hit with me is there's a difference between your God-given personality and your behavioral yeah. things mm-hmm. of what you've grown up with. So I, I think that you explained it really clear to me. It, it made more sense because I think people fall back on sometimes the way they've been raised or the things that they've come to believe. But is that really the core person of who God has made you to be? Mm-hmm. So, um And if I, if I can touch on that for just a moment, because people will go, well, okay, well, how do I know? How do I know I'm just kind of living in my assumed personality Mm -hmm. and not in my designed personality? And I mentioned before the elimination factor, when we look at the four basic personalities for us, which, you know, you can have stabilizer, organizer, mobilizer, socializer, and we kind of put them linked together so that you see them in a kind of a semi-circle, and you'll have personalities 
that touch and then personalities that are in di- they're directly diagonally across from them mm. and those personalities because they don't quote touch it's more difficult to reach them if that gives you a visual you know i can i can connect easily i'm a mobilizer i can connect with a socializer i can connect with an organizer it's difficult for me to connect with the one diagonally across from me because that's not my natural behavior that's not my natural tendency so by elimination this will help people um recently we are we are currently certifying linked coaches and so we had our huge pilot and had amazing people that came through and 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 graduated as coaches we're so excited but with one of them what they were looking at is well i'm not sure if my dominant is the mobilizer or the socializer because you know i can get people revved up and that's kind of both of them and so my question was out of the personalities which one is the most difficult for you to get mm. to understand mm. and then right away he said oh stabilizer man just yeah. don't understand that at all i mean it's like how can you just you know just be calm or or be quiet all the time i said so you would say out of the four that's the most challenging one for you to connect with mm-hmm. and he said absolutely i said well then what do you think based off of that would be your dominant because normally we don't connect with the one who's diagonal from us right and he went so i'd be a dominant mobilizer i said absolutely and even though your numbers might be a little bit maybe they're real close but your tendency is you can go into this lane if it's needed you can go into this other lane if it's required but look at what empowers you and what depletes you oh, and the good. mobilizer mm. is more task oriented where the stabilizer is people and downtime mobilizer is task and push through stay up all night wow okay yeah wow. that's completely two different things yeah Wow. Okay. I'm like trying to process all of this. So I'm like, whoa, this is just like blowing my mind. So, and I love learning about personalities and in, in my line of work, because I'm in sales, um, we've done like strength finders and Enneagram and all those things. So this completely fascinates me. Um, so can you kind of go over like what a mobilizer organizer, socializer and stabilizer would look like? Oh, absolutely. Rose is really sure. I didn't hear what you said. I said, go ahead, Rose. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You go for it, Rose. You're excellent. Okay. I can start with the mobilizer and tell you all about Goldie. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. That's funny. Go for it, girl. Go for it. Well, if you want to put it in a nutshell, I think one of, I don't remember if it was Rhonda or Phillips, one spoke about the uh, mobilizer being the get-her-done spouse, mm-hmm. the, to get it done. That's in just in a short phrase. And and think about what picture comes to mind. You don't 
you don't think of anybody that's letting any grass grow under their feet, Me. right? You're <laughs> thinking about somebody who always is carrying around their list and checking it off and who is a leader who is just says that we have a problem here, let's fix it. And so I think that um, that gives us a, a little bit of a picture of a mobilizer as a very strong personality. Um, <laughs> mobilizers are going to... I was just going to say I'm laughing because um, you're like describing me to a T and I'm laughing even more because all I can hear is my brother has this like, you know, the theme music. So when he comes over for the holidays, he'll put that on while I'm doing things because he's like, you're so fat. You're like, do whatever, get it done. I'm going to remember that. for doing it but it's funny (laughs) you know that your mobilizer is just going to get it done Mm -hmm. Um, they're great at accomplishing any kind of project whether it's at work whether it's at home they're Mm going to delegate if they have to and um, get the job done and get it done efficiently and quickly Um, some people sort of see mobilizers maybe as too blunt or maybe even a little bossy, of course. Yes, she is. Down. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. But um, the mobilizers, I think, of just kind of personalities that kind of take over the room in a management sort of way. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got our socializers coming up here that we're going to talk about that that are called life of the party, and they they commandeer a room when they walk in, but not in the same way. They come in and they're loud and they're um, dressed really, usually very cute and want to tell stories and um, you know that's they're, why we they're entertaining. The they're entertaining. They're entertaining. entertaining. That's yeah. right. You can put it all yeah. in one word. There. Um, they seem at sometimes to be a little too um, flitty from one story to the next. They just can't wait to tell the next story once they've started one, and so. That is really hard for them. That that part of staying on a task is sometimes um, hard for socializers because they're easily distracted. Mm-hmm. And it could be a bird outside the window. It could be somebody's shoes that walks by. It doesn't have to be a big distraction. I mean, nothing like the house is on fire or anything like that. It's got to be, it's just some little something that they do. They enjoy people. Mm-hmm. They enjoy being at a party or part of a party. And they just want everything to be fun. And so people gravitate to them. You know, they want to have time to be with them because they don't have time to think of the fun. But the fun is definitely there when you have a socializer on your team. And, and you know, this is the kind of student, when we talk about the educators, that sometimes it's a little more difficult to come up with a way to teach this student than some of the others because they are less focused on their studies and more focused on how much fun it would be to get something done mm-hmm. or to have, you know, have a panel discussion or a group, study group to work with or what, whatever. So um, your socializers are just your fun, fun people. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we come to our stabilizers who are very laid back, peaceful personalities. Um, keep it peaceful is what we call them on the backs of the books and in the books. We keep, we say there, keep it peaceful people 
that's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I grew up with a sister who was that way. And there's nothing wrong with being that way uh, because everybody needs some peace these days in our world. Yeah. And to, to keep the um, environment calm is the greatest gift you can give to a stabilizer because they do not like chaos. They don't like disagreement. They don't like um, things that they are just that just seem like out of control to them in the way that things are going. They love peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, if you have a, if you have a stabilizer made, the greatest gift you can give them is to try to keep your home low key and calm and peaceful. Mm-hmm. They are not real uh, demonstrative as far as their emotions go. They tend to keep them to the to themselves. They're happy as a clam in a hammock with a book. They don't really need other people, although they do like people, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. But um, stabilizers, too, often can get kind of a bad rap because people will look at them and think they're lazy. And they're really not. They just need a lot of rest. And during their rest time, they're probably thinking or... Um, pondering something that has happened that day or maybe a problem and how to find the solution. They, they too, like to solve problems like the mobilizer does, but unlike the mobilizer, your stabilizer is going to take a lot longer to do it. Yeah. And um, they may have to kind of push themselves to do that and get it done. And they can be a little stubborn. That can be one of their areas. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> dig, their, dig their heels in. So I took the test, and that's what I am. So watch your words, Goldie. Uh (laughs) (laughs) That's great. We don't want to leave out our organizers. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Because that's what I am. Some of my favorite people. Aw. Well, our mantra is, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. Oh. Organizers like things to be done the right way. And so for that reason, sometimes it's hard for us to delegate because we're not sure anybody else can do it the right way. Like we would prefer that it was done. But because we are deep thinkers, we are sensitive. Mm. Um, we love to listen to people. We think and think deeply. Um, when life is imperfect, here comes that perfectionist thing again, that just makes us feel totally frazzled. Mm. The better, you know, the better we can stick to our plan, the better we are. And we do like a plan because we do not like surprises. Um, mm. If we have been out with a group of people, organizers need to recharge. And the way that we do that is that we come home and go to our room by ourselves. Or we come home mm. and go sit in the backyard and enjoy being alone. It's the alone thing that actually recharges our batteries and then we can get up and go again. Mm. But, um, and the reason for that, it's the same for all the personalities with their negative tendencies. If there's something that's not really your strength, such as being in a crowd for me, an organizer, you can do it and you can do it very well. Mm-hmm. But you'll find if you have to operate in that realm of your weakness very long, it's going to exhaust you. Mm-hmm. And wow. that would be the same for every personality. So the way that organizers would recharge is that we would just get away, get off by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we love, if, you, if we're going to do a project, we love charts and graphs and things like that that you can see 
we love to draw them for other people because we're sure that all the rest of y'all just love them like <laughs> not always the case. Um, so anyway, that's your organizers. Those are your four personalities pretty in a nutshell. But as you can see, there's not one that's any better than the other. Right. It's just the understanding of who you are will help you to operate better in the realm of who you are. So that really helps in the communication between couples, too, because mm -hmm. you're going to be living with somebody who's probably a complete opposite of you. Right. This is like something everybody Mm -hmm. should take in premarital counseling, like, so they can figure out who they are. Well, that's one of the things, even in our book, the new release, Link for Couples, Mm -hmm. we wanted to have something in there for those who maybe aren't married yet uh-huh. yeah and so we even have some questions at the end these are simple questions to get your conversation started in the direction of it's like discovery questions where you can really start understanding where your spouse lives personality wise and what we do how we how we um uh you know even how we do we squeeze our toothpaste or roll our toothpaste? Right. Um, <laughs> different things like that. Does it matter to you or not? And if someone doesn't matter, more than likely, their tendency is going to be not a mobilizer because mm-hmm. the mobilizer and organizer, those are tasks and they matter. Where mm-hmm. the socializer and stabilizer, no, they're more about whatever is going to please the, the other one or please themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where you have that separation. And so we've offered those questions in there so that you can just kind of in conversation go, wow, you know, there's things that, that are similar and things that are different, but this is mm-hmm. great for mm-hmm. us to discover this about each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is like so much good information. I feel like we could do a follow up on just couples alone because, you know, I think it's just important to know. I think it's just important to know personalities in general with, you know, well, I think it opens up communication mm-hmm. to ask the right questions. I think that's the biggest thing is when you don't know the personality of even the person you're married to mm-hmm. that well, you keep trying to conform them into the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And how you are, and then that can create crisis. So how has this helped in your own relationships? That's a great question that we like as well. This is really, really good. Um, As as we mentioned before, both of us, both Goldie and Rose, have opposite personality blends. So Mm -hmm. Goldie, myself, I'm mobilizer-socializer, and Rose is organizer-stabilizer. And so... It really has a uh, had a positive impact on our marriages. My husband is Sam, and Rose is married to John. And what's funny is that Sam is Rose's personality, and John is my personality. Oh, that's, oh, that's funny. interesting. That's kind of interesting because <laughs> what I we say when we're together, we jokingly say to our audience audiences, "It's like, well, it's kind of like we're married to our co-author." Yeah. And so. What we discover about each other during our writing, we implement into our marriages. And mm. truth, because we've been involved in personalities, the understanding of personalities or personality awareness for so many years, when we came together, and I know Rose 
has been asked so many times, um, more than, than I've been asked this, Rose has been asked, how, how can you work with her? Or how can you get, like, how, how can you get along with her? And I think it's because, you know, I'm that mobilizer, you know. Um, and I think more people are afraid to ask me how I get along with Rose. They yeah. They just pray a lot for Rose. Um, so, but, uh, they're probably like, oh, poor Rose. <laughs> poor Rose. Linda. Um, but here's one of the things. When, when we consider, like, conflict management uh, via personality awareness. Let's think of it that way. A key to conflict management in our marriages, in our relationships, via personality uh, awareness, is our own individual willingness to acknowledge the strengths and weaknesses in ourselves. Mm, Love that. And I was going to repeat that. Yes. The key to conflict management via personality awareness is my willingness to acknowledge my strengths and weaknesses, and then to recognize the weaknesses and strengths of my spouse. Mm-hmm. It's not for me to point at my spouse mm-hmm. and say, well, this is what's wrong with you. Right. right. These are the negative tendencies. This is where you fail. Mm-hmm. But it is for me to look at it and say, wait, if this is how I'm really designed, and that's how he's designed, how can we then move forward to our common goal to live each day mm-hmm. championing one another? Mm, yeah. And for Rose and I, when we write, when, you know, um, she'll, she'll write out stuff for both personality types, and if I have a challenge with any of it, dealing with, you know, the uh, mobilizer socializer because I do have some organizer and she does have some mobilizer mm-hmm. um, I but see I know that I can come to Rose and go well the way that you worded this right here if a mobilizer reads this this is how they're going to take it mm-hmm. and she goes oh and then you know she comes back to me and goes well when you're finished pointing your finger at the organizer <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me tell you about the mobilizer <laughs> That's so funny. Rhonda and I were laughing because both we are married to the opposite. Like my husband is just like Rhonda Mm -hmm. and her husband is just like me. Yeah. We just like, we joke about it all the time. It's so funny. So I always understand her more because I'm like, oh, okay. You're, you're acting like Mike. I get it. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, great. You're acting like Jason. (laughs) So cute. Oh my goodness. Well, we have one. I would love to have this conversation forever. I told you, I was kind of joking that we'd do it two hours, but might hey, need to do a second part we two. might have to do a part two here. Um, but I do want to ask you, we asked this question to all our guests. So I'm going to ask you first, Goldie, what would you tell your 22 year old self? Oh, wow. I think that, 
Wow. Great, you need to understand, great. you're asking me the question, <laughs> and I'm the mobilizer socializer, so I would talk myself into the ground. Um, so I have to be very aware of my personality. And what I would tell my 22-year-old self is, and, and actually by that time, I would have been married a couple of years wow. and would have already had my first child. Wow. Um, and what I would say is, be yourself by design. Mm. Trust that God didn't make a mistake mm. when he made you. Oh. Understand the reason that you're gifted to talk is because he's going to give you something to say. Mm. Understand that because, you know, um, people come to you speaking information and maybe you felt over the years that you weren't worthy, you weren't valued because of life's circumstance, you absolutely are valuable and precious. Mm -hmm. And who you are by design mm -hmm. is who you need to walk in. Mm -hmm. And to not take yourself so seriously. I'm predominantly mobilizer. Mm -hmm. And so I see a lot of my flaws. I'm yeah. my worst critic mm. and um, enjoy life a little more. Wow. Yeah. Love enjoy that. life as, as you're on the path. Love that. Love that. Okay. All right, Rose, your turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, if we're going by our 22-year-old self, I was not married at that time. <laughs> But what I would tell any 22-year-old, married or not, was would be that a little knowledge of the personality goes a long way to help you, helping you understand other people. Mm -hmm. And because I wasn't married, that would have you know been a great thing for me to know as I um, contemplated marriage and as we dated, which we... My husband was in the Air Force. We didn't really ever date. We just talked on the phone and wrote long letters, you know, and all of that. But um, I think the knowing a little bit about the personality will take you to a place where you understand yourself so much better. Mm, I like that. And to me, that's the first step of being able to use the personality knowledge, which will give you the freedom to allow others to be who God designed them to be. And mm. so that would be my advice to understand yourself mm. so that you can understand others and enjoy that freedom of who God made you to be. If I had to give myself a, a, a bit of sort of frivolous advice, it would be probably it would to um, smile a little more Aww. because people don't know you're happy unless you show them. And um, organizers are often very happy, very content. Yeah. But we aren't big smilers. Aww. Yeah. Just because, who cares? I mean, you know, if I'm happy, I'm happy. And do I have to just sit here and smile all the time? I'm cracking I'm up. That here? is so funny. That is so true. My daughter is an so, organizer, I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> well, my children, one of their favorite things to ask me is, what's wrong? <laughs> and every time they say that, I'm like, well, nothing. You're nothing. Yeah. Y'all are all here. But they don't know that Aww. if I don't look at them and smile and say something positive or or fun or whatever. Yeah. So 
you know, understand who you are and mm-hmm. then allow yourself to really just share the fun and the love and the, the understanding that you have with your families mm-hmm. and friends. Oh, that's so share awesome. it with the world. Oh, oh my gosh. It's <laughs> been such a joy to have you both yeah. on today. Where can they get your book and where can they find you on social media? They can find Thank the you. book. Um, sorry. Did you want to answer that? No, no. Go for it. Go for it. Um, they can find our book on Amazon.com. Okay. We're really excited about it. and We'd love to, for them to get a copy and share 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 this excitement of this book with us and we'd love to hear from you if you do buy it and you read it and what can um how god changed your marriage your life your your teaching situation whichever book you buy um we would love to know how that made a difference for you and how mm-hmm. that helped you uh, we have a website personality com. And um, so you can go there and, and communicate with us. We're happy to answer questions and, and you know, any situations that we might be able to help you work through. We're, we're glad to do that. That is awesome. And we're, and we're on Facebook. Okay. We're on Facebook oh, yeah. group. Linked Personalities on oh, Facebook. Yeah. Okay. And okay. come in because we're having, we're putting in our different personality snippets. We're going to be having some live events there. We're creating some live events uh, for 2021, and also for those that are already in business, if they're thinking, you know what, I think if I was a personalities coach, and Link really sounds kind of something I could use, I like the words, I like the simplicity of it, um, email us as well. You can email um, linkpersonalities at gmail.com. You can email Linda at lindagilden.com, G-I-L-D-E-N, Linda at livepowerfullynow.org. Email us, and we would love to let you know when the, that next uh, certification is going to be. And we're actually thinking of putting on an event that would be for free. What would personality certification do for me? Mm, that's and awesome. So, We'd love to be able to help. We have so many coaches, so many leaders, so many people that are like, I want to be able to use this in my business Mm -hmm. with my clients. So we'd like to be able to do that as well. Yeah. And we'll link all of those. Yeah. We'll get all the links on the show notes for everybody so that they can connect with you. Well, thank you again for having, for being with us today and 24 Carat Tribe. Thank you for listening. And you can go find us on Instagram at 24 Carat Conversations podcast. You can also find us on our Facebook group at 24 Carat Conversations. And until next time, friends, sparkle on. Bye, peeps. Bye.